0: time this doesn't look as attractive as it once did because you're fixing your eyes on the things of the kingdom i'm just talking about a thousand that have a vision for their heart they've got passion for god they're leading intercession on their schools they're set apart consecrated under god they've got a vision and a mission for their life we're doing something around here at new life it's called the nlc 21 And this is 21 days where our entire church, we're calling old people, young people, middle-aged people, anybody who has any kind of mental faculty to understand what we're saying, we're calling our entire church to 21 days of seeking the Lord. So seeking, praying with fasting. And that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. So it's already begun. It started on this Sunday at 5 o'clock. And so as a part of the 21, DSM, what we're owning, how many of you love our amazing worship leaders that are leading us strong in the presence of God? We love them. We love them so much. So our DSM worship team, along with some of our staff, are going to be leading a prayer and worship time For the next three Friday nights at 8 o'clock from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. That's going to be in the World Prayer Center. And we want to see as many of you there as possible. We know it's a Friday night. You're usually hanging out with your friends or maybe you're not or going to movies or whatever. And so by the end of this message tonight, if I've done my job well, and if you've listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit, there will be a burning desire in you, I don't care where you've been, I don't care what you've done, I don't care if you just are are, going to be introduced to Jesus, to God, to the Holy Spirit, tonight in this service, I've done my job well, and if you open up your heart to listen to the things that the Holy Spirit wants to say to you, there will be a burning desire and a passion to know this man, Christ Jesus, and know what his plans are for your life. That's all right, you can clap, come on. And so, so... If you, guys, if you guys have been here for several months or so, you'll remember at the beginning of the fall semester, I preached this message and it was called 8,035 Hours From Now. Remember everybody, remember that? Those of you who were here, in August, come on. Okay, so 8,035 Hours From Now. And the big idea, what I was communicating to you guys was, was from the time that our semester starts in August all the way through the end of July, whenever we're kind of on a break again before Desperation Conference. You will have eight thousand thirty-five hours of your life that will have gone by, and my challenge to you back then, and my challenge still to you today, is what are you doing with those hours? Eight thousand thirty-five hours was how much you had in, in August. Now at this point, we only, we only have about uh, about we're about three thousand six hundred and fifty hours in to this DSM. Kind of youth ministry year. We're three thousand six hundred and fifty hours in, which only leaves about four thousand three hundred and eighty-five hours left before the end of the year. And I'm just asking you, what have you been doing? Have you allowed the fall just to kind of, just kind of pass you by? Are you still kind of just on the fringes, on the edge, of saying, well, maybe I'll start to do the God thing, or maybe I'll not, or I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to kind of chill in the back and just kind of be cool. I'm not going to. Thousands of hours in, I'm going to ask you, what have you been doing? Are you seizing the days? How intentional have you been about seeking God and and staying connected? Even here at DSM over the fall, God spoke to us in powerful ways, you guys. I'm going to catch some some of you up. Who weren't here maybe for some of these series. We talked about being family together. We had this series called One to One. W-O-N to Becoming One. O-N-E. Being part of the body of Christ. We talked about friendships. And this series called Entourage. and, And how to get the right friends in your life. And how did you get the wrong friends out of your life. Because every friend is like an elevator. They're either taking you up towards God. Or down towards literally hell. It's true. And so we talked about this idea of friendships and, and how we do Christ-honoring wise friendships in the same way. And, and finally, this series called More Than a Song, where we talked about the power of our worship. And we talked about what is it that God is requiring of us in our worship. And I'm just asking you, what have you done with the word that has been seeded into you and taught to you and preached to you? What are you doing these things? You're just sitting here every week and just kind of letting it go in one ear or the other. And out of the other, you know, some of you have caught on to the vision, you guys. You are so serious about your pursuit of God, and I am so proud of you. I could call out names or names. I wouldn't want to kind of pick and choose or, or just whatever. But so many of your faces come to mind as I say that where I've seen just an evident marking of your heart. And saying, you know what, this God thing, I have 8,035 hours left of this year. Some of you are seniors. Some of you are freshmen. Some of you are eighth or or even ninth graders or seventh graders. But you said, for the next 8,035 hours, I am taking this for real, Pastor Brandon. I really am going to go after God with everything in me. I may not be perfect. I may not get it right all the time. But my God, my aim, my intention, and my effort is to see more of God in my life. And I'm so proud of you for that, man. Come on. You know who you are. You know who you are. Some of you aren't quite there yet. I love you too, you know. That's okay. You're trying to get a handle on the whole God thing and maybe you just started coming or you know you're, you're figuring out what it actually looks like. You're you're a little bit reserved in your pursuit of God and but you at least have a desire to be a Christ follower. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. Keep chasing. Keep coming. God's going to meet you right where you are. And I think that we have a third group who are just God bless you, you're amazing, but you're just absolutely clueless on the things. You're just like, I'm here because I don't even really know why I'm here. My parents made me come. The cutest girl or the cutest guy that I know in my world is here, so I'm here where they are. That's where I'm going to be, and, you know, I'm just, I'm just chilling. You know what I'm saying? God bless you. I love you, too. You're amazing. Stick around. I believe the presence of God is going to so just draw you in and arrest your heart. At one point or another, the light bulbs are going to go off and the power of God is going to strike your heart. And I've seen, I've seen God do this so many times over the years. So you just keep, you just, you just hang in there, all right? You guys, for the next, for the next semester, all the way through, through, through July, we're on the second half of our year together. I want us to be in hot pursuit of God. You know, at the core of who we are, we have the most amazing leader, David Perkins, who's set the vision for this youth ministry and the entire desperation movement, you guys, calling a generation to be in desperate pursuit of God. This is who we are. This is our DNA. It cries out, God, we want more. That's why we can have students up here for, from seventh grade to eight to ninth to twelfth grades from all different walks of life, saying, "You know what? We have lots of different things in common, but we've got one thing in we have we have lots of different things that are that are that are separated that that you know we don't have in common, but we have one thing that ties us together, and it's an authentic hunger for the presence of God because we tried everything else." We've tried for dating relationships to satisfy us, or we, we try for, for, for different things, or pornography, or, 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 or drugs, or alcohol, or, or parties, or whatever. I've tried those things. I've tried just being rebellious sitting and of my own self and trying to do it my own way, and I've come up short every single time. There are those of us who sit in this place saying we've tried lots of different things. I even tried to fake it and kind of act like it was real, but I came up short. I kept coming up short. Until I really gave everything and surrendered everything to Jesus Christ. Living for God easy is hard. Living for God hard is easy. Because once you give everything, <laughs> you're just like, I'm in, I'm in this thing. I'm all the way in. All in. Come on, say it with me. All in. All in. At the beginning of your teenage years, or at the end of your teenage years, you guys. I want for there to be a resounding cry from your heart where you can look back over your 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th great years where you'll be able to look back and say, I was all in, Jesus. I didn't get it all right. I was not perfect, but I was all in. I wanted everything and I I lived my life in such a way that reflected that. At the beginning of a new year, you guys, I'm calling you once again to be all in with what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in your life. We're beginning this year by seeking the Lord in 21 days of fasting and and praying and NLC 21, like I said earlier. If you have your Bibles, I want you to turn there. If not, it's going to be on the screen. Matthew chapter 16 or Matthew chapter 6 verses 16, 17 and 18. One basic passage of scripture tonight i'll supplement it with some others but this is kind of at the heart of what i want to communicate tonight matthew chapter 6 verse 16 it says and when you fast don't make it obvious as the hypocrites do for they try to look miserable and disheveled so people will admire them for their fasting i tell you the truth that's the only reward they will ever get everybody say reward that's the only reward they will ever get 17 says but when you fast Comb your hair, wash your face, then no one will notice that you're fasting except your father who knows what you do in private and your father who sees everything will reward you. Everybody say reward. reward. I want to preach to you tonight, you guys, in starting off this series just from a, just from a message I've entitled Think Fast. Everybody say think fast. Bow your heads with me. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is alive and active and able to equip us and encourage us and inspire us and correct us and strengthen us and heal us and fix us where we're broken. Oh, God. Let your word go deep in our hearts tonight. Let it not return to you void, but let it accomplish the thing which you sent it out for tonight in this place. In Jesus name we pray. And everybody said amen so verse 16 this is jesus of course talking and this is a really important passage of scripture that jesus is talking because he's giving the disciples instructions on how they should live and so jesus goes through basically three different kind of requirements three different exhortations three different challenges three different commands that he's given them and so there's this expectation that they're actually going to follow through with what he's saying so he starts off and he talks about when you give you know don't don't give like this person and you know because that's not that's not really what I'm going for. Or that's not really what you're supposed to be aiming at when you give. And so it was normal. Everybody's like, oh yeah, cool. If I, if I were to ask you in this building tonight, how many of you have ever given something to the Lord or given something to everyone? Just about every hand would go up. So everybody's cool with that. But then Jesus goes on to say, okay now, but when you pray, this is how I want you to pray. I want you to go and pray in secret and lock yourself in your closet and, and your Father who you, who, um, who hears you um, secretly, rewards you openly in this whole principle. And so if, I, if I, I think if I ask most of the people in and I say, hey, when was uh, have you ever fasted before? Probably 99. I mean, when have you ever prayed before? 99% of the hands would go up and say, oh, yeah, pray, prayer. We got that, we got it. And then Jesus gets to this thing and he says, but when you fast, and like a deer in the headlights, if I were to ask you, how's the fasting thing going for you? When was the last time you fasted? My guess would be the majority would be like, fast. What? I, don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> fast food. <laughs> and so the point that I'm making was that Jesus had this expectation that he it wasn't a, it wasn't if then statement. You know, many of many of you have taken geometry, and so I believe gosh 10, 11, 12 years ago now, geometry. There was something called if then statements in geometry, and so it, it always worked out well because it was always pretty consistent. Like if this, then that. There's a name for it. I'm just forgetting here, but anyways. You always came back to this reality, if this, then this. And then so it would always, like, that's how you would balance out this equation. And so that's not what Jesus was doing. There was this full expectation of saying, when you fast, it was supposed to be as common as praying and Giving this is elementary. This is this isn't super. You know, this isn't for like the, the elite, like the Peter, James, and John. That so many times he would he, he would pull closer to him and kind of impart truths and revelations. This is for everybody. He said. And when you fast, no matter how old you are, if you're a follower of me, you there was an expectation from Jesus. You will you'll you'll just fast. You'll, I know that you're going to do this, so let me tell you how to do it properly. Luke six forty says this: A disciple is not above his teacher. But everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher. And so, again, Jesus never asks us to do anything that he has not done himself. This is who we are. We're followers of Jesus. Dwayne Roberts says, this fasting is the road to revelation and encounter we cannot receive any other way. It's the road to revelation and encounter that we cannot receive any other other way. See guys, the point that I'm getting at is if Jesus needed to fast in order to fulfill his purpose, his assignment, his mission while here on planet earth, then how much more do we? How much more do we? What is fasting? Okay, so, 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 so the word fasting is always in scripture, always in scripture used in conjunction with abstaining from, from food or drink for a certain period of time. Okay, and so while I know it's that it's so cool, it's a trendy thing, and I've done it before, oh, like, I'm going to fast, you know, uh, riding my bicycle, or I'm going to fast, you know, Coke products for, you know, three days, or whatever, the point that I'm getting at tonight is even in this season of this 21 days, or however many days we have left in the 21, obviously it started Sunday for the rest, that, that, that you would get this, whenever Jesus said fast, He wasn't necessarily talking about like your video games or like, you know, fasting, wearing tennis shoes or, you know, all the creative things that we get. It's cool to supplement your fast with those things. If you say, gosh, I spend like 30 hours a day playing, you know, weird video games or reading, playing with weird cards or whatever it is that you do. okay, and you say, man, I just want to give that time to God. That's cool. But that's not what I'm talking about in this moment. I'm talking about literally, okay, I know this is extreme, crazy, radical, right okay I'm, t- I'm literally talking about fasting, abstaining for from food for a certain period of time, and I want to give you so, so tonight the, the, the deal is I'll explain to you what fasting is, and I'll give you just a, just a few various types of, of fasting that 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 people did in the bible, and then and then at the end of the night, just so you know where we're going, i'm going to give you an opportunity to respond to pray to the Lord and ask him to speak to you and tell you something that you, you can be fasting. And again, there's different types of fasting. There's a partial fast. You can like fast lunch every day. You can fast one meal a day. I mean, there's all different types. So that's what I want to kind of talk about tonight. It's so very, very simple here, very straightforward. But I want to talk about, before I do that, the rewards of fasting. Because make no mistake about it, and this wasn't, like, just something that I'm trying to, like, bait you on, like, oh, let me, let me tell you all the good. No, no, no. Jesus himself, whenever he introduced the idea of fasting, said, hey, 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 there is a reward that awaits you. Everybody like rewards, all right? If I had rewards to give out tonight, you can look like you're cool in the back, but you'd be waiting for your name to be called. Because we all like a good reward. Come on, somebody. How many of you like rewards? Yeah, call me out. Like I want to be, you know, whatever in high school and college. I love rewards, all right? Nobody runs on the track team talking about, well, I don't want any awards for winning first and second place. No, that's lame. You don't play football, hope. Well, I hope we don't go to state this year. That'd just be lame if we got awards. No, everybody likes rewards. And Jesus knew this. And so he says, Let me, let me just tell you, let me just tell you. There are some rewards that await those who will follow me in the path of discipleship, even in this area of fasting. Now, again, you guys, and I see like some of you are like, I mean, you, Pastor Brandon, I don't even like, I don't even pray or work. I mean, this is a That's cool. That's so cool. Just hang in there. Hang with me tonight. But you don't need a certain level of spirituality. This isn't for the deep. This isn't for like people who've gone to church their whole lives. This is for every single person. It's a level playing field. And by the grace of God, this is something supernatural that the Lord will empower you to do. Not in your own strength, but in the strength that he gives you. Can I get an amen? amen. So he says, here are some rewards. Don't, for, don't forget, there are rewards for those who will follow me in the way. Of fasting. And so, so one of the one of the rewards of fasting are when we fast, we 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 embrace voluntary weakness for, for a certain period of time, even. And uh, we fasting is avoiding. I think this is on the screen. I'll just define it before I talk about the awards. Fasting is avoiding the pleasures of eating and drinking for a season for a spiritual purpose. Okay? Fasting, Dana Candler says this, who happens to be the sister of David Perkins wrote a brilliant book on fasting along with Mike Bickle. She says, fasting is is deliberately silencing the pleasures of this world, even the legitimate ones, even the good ones, so that we may hear the voice of God's word more clearly. So 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 it's saying no to good things for the ability to be able to say yes to a greater thing. For a season. Well, i got to fast for like, the next 60 years. I'm not going to eat meat. Or... No, 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 no. Don't be weird. So just, I mean, if that's what the Lord's calling you to. This is not, you know, this is, woo, like, no, no, no. This is very big. So so for a specific amount of time, whether it's a day, whether it's two days, child, start somewhere, three hours, 10 hours, uh, uh, you know, whatever it is. You, gotta, you, you just got to start somewhere. You see what I'm saying? And so you say, I'm going to forego this this legitimate pleasure I'm gonna say no for a couple days, a couple hours, a couple weeks. And in doing so, my spirit, God, is saying yes to you in a greater way. So come on, you've got to understand this. You are a spirit, you live in a body, you possess a soul. So sometimes, in order to grow spiritually, you do radical things or things that seem radical to others in order for your spirit to grow. Do you guys get this tonight? You are a spirit. You have a soul, mind, will, emotions. And you live in a body. This is your earth suit. But at the core of who you are, you are spirit. And in order for your spirit to grow and mature and and get closer to the spirit of God, one of the ways in which we do it is we say, God, we're going, going to fast. And again, in saying no, my spirit is able to, in a greater way, say yes to you jesus does this make sense for y'all is this too deep for y'all what's going on in your hearts y'all doing okay come on talk to me y'all know i'm insecure i need people to say amen and stuff okay great all right so here we go so so fasting fasting enlarges our capacity to receive truth from the lord See, how many of you, whenever you've read something in the Bible, or maybe even you heard a message, you know, here at DSM or or somewhere else, some other church or youth group, and it was the Bible, and the moment you heard it, you're like, "Mm, mm, no, God's talking to the person next to me. It surely can't be requiring that of me. You don't know me. See, what happens is, whenever God's word is preached, or even whenever it's spoken to you, because your spirit is so immature, it's just... Uh, you can't even believe that man or, or i'm not even saying things to do Sometimes it just comes from truth whenever god says This is who you are selah and this is what I have called you to do I don't care what everybody else is doing. This is what i've called you to do And this is what I say about you. You're my daughter. I love you. You're special you you were made in my image and my likeness And then for some of you you would say oh, No, i'm not i'm not that good it's because your spirit can't even handle what the spirit of God is saying about you. And so sometimes whenever we fast, our spirit gets struck. It says, whenever God's word is spoken or revealed, it says, yes, that is who I am. That's me. God's talking to me. I can do exactly what you say I can do, God. I am exactly who you say I am, God. It doesn't matter what everybody else is saying about me or to me or what my friends say about me or the people who don't like me. say. It really doesn't matter because my spirit is able to say, yes, God, this is who I am. This is, you see what I'm saying? Does this, this make sense to you all? Okay, so, so fasting, it enlarges your capacity to receive truth fasting accelerates the process of God's truth that's actually taking place in your hearts so once again you can read something in the word and God's calling you to do or or maybe something that God's just saying about you and you're like oh mm." what fasting does it's almost like it just like like it's like like fast forward and somehow in your heart you're able to say man what You look back on on just three months of serving Jesus faithfully and it feels like it's been three years because something's been accelerated in your heart. You guys, these these are just tools. Take it or leave it. Fasting fuels our experience of God's love. If there was ever a time where a generation struggled with the love of God, it is here and it is now. And I am telling you, if so many in this generation would begin to serve the Lord and seek God by fasting, you would have such an encounter of God's love. And that's not something we can like, men be like, oh, that's so sensitive. No, 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 no. God's love will validate you. God's love will identify who you are. God's love empowers you. And so fasting says, okay, ooh, I've got a deeper experience of the love of God. Hunger is a gift from God. fasting does to spiritual hunger what gasoline does to fire. Come on, somebody. I'll say it again. Hunger is a gift from God. Fasting does to spiritual hunger what gasoline does to a fire. So some of you have just been bored with your own selves and bored with your own walk with God. You get into fasting. You ain't going to be bored. The Lord will start speaking things to you. you will start having dreams even sometimes. I remember even as a high school student, whenever my first time was fasting, I was in ninth grade and like doing like a real, you know, real fast, at three days, no food, just drank water and juices for like three days. And, and, and so, and I just started having these dreams and there became this awakening in my heart, like never before you guys, I'm telling you. I don't know what all goes. I don't know how God connects it. Like whenever I just go without eating for a little bit, and 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 my spirit man just kind of comes alive, and I don't know what the correlation connects. But I, I can't explain it. I can just tell you I've experienced this, you guys. I'm not preaching something that that oh this somebody else is No, no, I've lived this lifestyle for like almost 10 years now. Okay, it works. It works. God gives more of himself to us as a result of our hunger for more. So one of the ways in which we seek God in fasting, hunger is when we cannot live without more. When we make radical changes to our lifestyle in order to pursue God. Something like showing up at a prayer meeting for the next... Three Friday nights, whenever you you usually hanging out with your friends or hanging out with your buddies, we you say, no, 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 no. I'm going to say no to, to maybe a little bit of extra entertainment even for, for these next three Friday nights. And in doing so, my spirit, God, is saying yes to you yes. in a greater way because I'm so tired of saying yes, and then the very next day I lose my yes, and then I say no. Because I think if we're really honest, lots of us have been there a whole bunch of times. Can I get an amen? amen? Come on, ain't no shame. All right. So, so where we say yes, yes, God, I will follow. you. I will follow you. This world has nothing for me, and then the world presents itself in the next hour, and you're like, oh, the world has everything for me. I will follow you, and then you know, and then we just vacillate and we go back and forth. But I'm telling you, we can reach a place where your yes is not just a mental or a uh, 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 like a. A good idea to say yes, but literally there's a yes that comes from your spirit, from the depth of who you are, where you say yes to Jesus, yes to your ways for my life, Lord. And I really mean it. So in the moments, whenever temptation comes, you're not saying yes to temptation because you're so busy saying yes to God. Come on. I'm so tired of the, the mentality of youth ministry as sin management. Well, we just don't have you manage your sin. You know, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get your sin down to three times this week because, you know, last week it was five and a half and we're just doing really, really great. This thing isn't about sin management. Youth group isn't about sin management. This, this youth group will not be. It's not about saying no to the world and no to the devil. It's about saying an eternal yes to God and following him on this exciting, amazing, life-changing journey. For all of your days that you look back and you have no regrets because you've given him everything. Y'all doing all right tonight? Cool. Sweet. Fasting literally softens and tenderizes our hearts and spirits. Some of you, your hearts have grown so cold, It's grown so hard. And it's not because you don't love God and you don't love you, but you just mean, you know, you just cold and you, you even you mean, you don't even like yourself. And and I'm just saying sometimes with fasting, it just it literally it begins to soften your heart and your spirit where you actually actually give a rip about other people. And you, and you actually you, you actually do kind of feel something whenever you begin to lift up your hands to Jesus and you tell him, God, you are you're all that I want. You're all that I need for real. And your heart actually feels something connected to it. So I want to talk to you about three different types of fasts, you guys, and then we'll be be closing here. Three different types of fasts. There's lots of different ways, but three that I can just kind of identify in Scripture. So uh, the first one, and it's on the screen for you, is just a normal fast, or just, just a regular fast. And, and so what, what we mean by that, Matthew 4 and 2, like eating no foods and, and drinking only liquids. That's just like the purest, just... Simple fast. Matthew four and two. After fasting forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. He being being Jesus. So Jesus went out without food forty days and and just drinking liquids. So so that was that's just a normal fast. And these can be done at all like different time periods. I'm not saying that oh everybody in the youth group needs to do a forty day fast. Probably half of you pass out and die or something. So 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 don't don't get it twisted. Hey mom, I'll be fasting for the next forty days. Pastor Brandon thought it's a good idea. Jesus is going to help me. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't put that on me, all right? So, so I'm just saying, by definition, a normal fast is one in which you don't consume any physical foods, you drink only liquids, and it's for all different periods of time. You can do, you can do like a half day, just a normal, you can fast just one meal. So like, you know, if you normally eat breakfast, where you say, okay, I'm going to fast breakfast, you know, for the next, so how many days are left in this 21? I just keep reaching for numbers. Somebody figure it out and tell me. okay. So you, so you, uh, just a normal fast where you say, I'm going to forgo food, you know, maybe every day I'm going to, I'm going, I'm going to, you know, fast during my lunchtime where I would spend, you know, I think everybody can do that. Everybody, well, I can't fast. Yes, you can. Okay. So you can miss one meal. Trust me, people do it all over the world. So, so what happens is where you say, okay, this particular meal, uh, you know, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to forego and maybe I'm just going to like drink, you know, water and juices and stuff. And I'm going to spend that time just in prayer in the word, because I don't normally spend just my whole lunch period, because I'm eating or socializing, or and I'm talking about private, public, homeschool, wherever you're. At. I'm, yes, I'm talking about you going to public school, going find a tree, a bench, a hallway, something. I've done it. You can do it. You'll survive. Where you just go and you're just alone with Jesus. You grab some headphones, or and you just and you just look weird. You and your Bible or your iPhone, just camping out during lunch. Maybe sitting at a lunch table, and yeah, it feels you know just abnormal or whatever. But 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 but, but you, you've got to understand. You got to get a vision because the rewards. There's a reward attached to this. And we don't do this to earn God's love, so don't get it twisted either. There's no legalism here. You're not doing this to say, oh, God, well, you're going to love me more than more. No, no, no. God will never love you more than he loves you in this very moment. He'll never, he'll never love you less than what he's eternally loved you. And his love was revealed in the coming of Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, even before that, he loved you because he says, before the foundations of the world, the Lamb of God was slain for the sins of mankind. So God's always, this has nothing to do with, well, I've got to earn God's love. No, 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 no. That's foolishness. That's a lame excuse not to fast, okay? So so this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I love God, I know God loves me, and I'm just gonna fast. Period. This is not complicated. It's not, it's not, you, you, you don't need to know 50 verses and speak in tongues or it's great if you speak in tongues, by the way. But but it's not, it's you you don't th- this isn't this isn't for the uber super spiritual you This is for this is baseline Christianity. This, is, this should be the norm of just, it's just what we do. It's who we are. We do everything that Jesus did. Amen? So it's a normal fast. So, just, so the first type of fast is just a normal or a regular fast in which one goes without food for a period of time. And again, fasting is always connected to worship and prayer and spiritual activity, things that will advance your spiritual growth. Otherwise, you're just on a cute diet, okay? So I'm not talking about dieting. I'm talking about fasting amen all right say it for me one more time all in. one more all in. thank you very much <laughs> so the next fast, the next fast i can see in scripture is called the absolute fast or the dry fast some people call it the esther fast <clears throat> Sorry, the Esther fast. Um, this this fast was done, and we mostly know this about, about Esther. Esther chapter four, verse sixteen. It says she went three days without food, with no water, and but but the result, hello reward, was literally deliverance for an entire nation of people. Esther said, "Tell them to pray and fast. I'm going before the king, and if I die, I, just let me die." But, I, but I'm so, my, my, the yes in her spirit was so just, it's just, you know what, I'm going before the king. But I want you guys to pray and fast, and I want you to, to do a dry fast. Don't eat anything. Don't drink anything. I need spiritual activity. I need favor from God. I need God going in there with me. And literally an entire nation was saved. So it's called the Esther fast or the, or the dry fast or the absolute fast in which no water or foods. Are just, that's not a great place to start. Let me just say that so again. I've done that maybe like twice in my life, you know what I'm saying? I was really radical, okay? So, 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 But I'm just giving you, according to the Bible, I'm just showing you different types of fasts that are in the Word of God. And I'll give you my suggestions for which fast you should probably start, especially if you've never fasted before, okay? All right, so here we go. So it's usually three, this, this, this dry fast or this absolute fast is usually three days. But check this out, Moses and Elijah and possibly Jesus went 40 days without food and water. Moses has the longest fast in the Bible, 80 days without food and water. That's a supernatural strengthening from the Holy Spirit. Do not do that unless you have an open heaven vision from God. Okay, let me just tell you, all right? just saying. Some people like to be real. Well, I'm going to do 90 days with no... No, you're not. No, you're not. Okay, no, you're not. <laughs> okay so great. So, so, then, so then there's what we call, or just kind of call a partial. is a partial fast. Okay, and so this is what would be my partial fast. So like the Daniel fast and every different version of the Daniel Fast that there seems to be out there. <laughs> I can eat ice cream on my Daniel fast. Oh really? So 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 there's different versions different versions of the Daniel fast. For the next 18 days, again, this is what I'm calling you to, even at the end of this message, for the next 18 days to join us if you haven't already started. And some of you have, and that's awesome. Okay, so so the Daniel, so the partial fast, Daniel chapter 10, verse 3, one of the Daniel fasts. He says, I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth. Okay, so for a period of time. So so again, there's all sorts, there's all sorts of, of fasting. So even with the Daniel fast or the, the partial fast, as we better call it here, um, so basically it's no meats, no sweets, no treats, so that's really, really easy again that's a really you know just a great kind of starting place too in fasting if you eat meat now, I know we got our vegans and our uh vegetarians and our uh, pesca whatever things okay and so <laughs> i don 't even know what that, there's one that's called like a pesca pesca. yes paleo yes, okay, that's awesome, okay, great and so 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 if you already don't eat meat, then like this isn't a fast for you. I'm sorry to tell you. Okay? So, so it's things that you normally eat and you're going without. So again, so no meats, no sweets, no treats on the day. So you won't eat any sweets or not like eating ice cream every night and stuff. You're just eating maybe like fruits and vegetables, those kinds of things. That's a partial fast. Okay? Which is a great starting place because you're just saying, you know what, Lord? Lord, no, I love hamburgers. Come on, somebody. How, where are the meat eaters? I just got to yeah. identify Come on, somebody. Come on. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Lord. We're in Colorado, and I found meat eaters. Thank you, Jesus. Just felt the Holy Ghost. All right. Thank you, Lord. Matter of fact, everybody who eat meat, just go down and stand up. Just not to shame anybody. I'm just, come on. Come on. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Okay, sit down. Okay, sit down. Sit down because they're going to judge us. Sit down before they judge us. (laughs) I got to find a connection, you know. It's just. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so, so again, that's a partial fast. Maybe it's like no meats, no sweets, no treats for a season of time. And so I just, uh, again, you guys, all different types of fasting, okay? So let me just make a couple suggestions to you. You can pray about it. And if you're going to join us, even for, in, in this season, we have 18 days left of, of fasting and praying just together on, this, on the corporate side of things. Um, What I would suggest to you is just a great starting place um, and been working with youth and and young adults for years now and even looking back in my teenage years. So maybe even just saying like maybe this one meal for the rest of uh, like for the for the rest of this fast 18 days or I'm always going to fast, you know, dinner or I'm always going to fast lunch. or I'm just going to fast for the next 18 days. I'm going to fast breakfast if you normally eat breakfast meals that you normally eat. And and again, it's not a diet. A diet is just, well, I'm not going to eat and I'm just going to go play my video games and I'm going to go to school and work out and do it. No, 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 no. It's taking that time, that 30-minute window. Start there. That's a great window. You guys, 30, 15, 20 minutes, turning on some worship music, getting before the Lord, just saying, God, just speak to me. Or just open up your Bible. If you do quiet time every day, on top of your quiet time and just saying, you know what, Lord, I'm saying no to a legitimate pleasure. Obviously, it's not sinful. But I'm saying, no, but I'm doing this, Lord, because there really is an authentic desire in my spirit, in my spirit, in the core of who I am, to say yes to you. And I, and I need to have more of you. You guys understand this tonight? God responds to hunger. He responds to hunger. Or sometimes there's even a, a fast where it's just a partial fast where it's just sun up to sun down, where maybe like you only ate you know, dinner, so it's like you would fast breakfast and lunch, and then once the sun went down, and you just ate one meal a day or something, so again, there's all different types, What I'm talking, I'm calling, I'm challenging every single one of you to join us on at least just a regular fast where, and so again, this, we're all at different levels, so maybe you say, "Ooh, 18 days, you know, maybe maybe every other day, I'll just, I'll fast like lunch, okay, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, no lunch for this guy, you know. <laughs> Be- because on those days, on those moments, and this is comes out of my yes to to, to Jesus and my no to a legitimate pleasure. Is everybody getting this tonight? Okay, great. So so in addition to the fact that our Lord Jesus expects for us to, there are other reasons for us to fast. Ezra eight and twenty-three says, So we fasted and we earnestly prayed that our God would take care of us, and he heard our prayers. One of the one of the benefits, one of the rewards is it's almost like whenever you pray, having your prayers like Amplified like on a microphone. You see what I'm saying? That's what that was kind of a vision that God gave me years and years ago. It's like, Brandon, whenever you fast, it's almost like you grabbing a microphone with your prayers and grabbing a microphone and going before the Lord and saying, You know what? Amplify my voice. God, I need you to hear me today. You see what I'm saying? There's just a spiritual connotation there. When a man is willing to set aside the legitimate appetites of the body to concentrate on the work of praying. He is demonstrating that he means business, that he is seeking with all his heart and will not let God go. Unless he answers. Guys, I'm talking about a tenacity and and a zeal and a fervor that says, Lord, I'm not leaving this place until you I know that I know that I know you have heard my prayer. This struggle is so hard for me, God, but I know that you can set me free. Or, God, I've been sick in my body for this entire time, and God, I just believe that you, you're you a healer. Or, Lord, I've been praying for, for, this, for this friend to, to come to know you for, for so long, Jesus. And I just believe as I stand here in the place of prayer, God, you are moving on my behalf. God, I'm I so desperate really, to have more of you and to know you better. I'm just going to stand here until I know that you have changed my heart, until you've increased my capacity to receive more from you. This is what we're talking about, you guys. Andrew Murray says this, fasting helps to express, to deepen, and to confirm the resolution that we are ready to sacrifice anything, to sacrifice ourselves to attain what we seek for the kingdom of God. Isaiah 58 and 6 says, is is this not the fast that I have chosen to untie the bands from the captive to to heal the broken heart? Is this not the fast that I have chosen? In other words, God was saying through the prophet of Isaiah, you know, one of the reasons the benefits of fasting is, is literally to untie you. And some of you are so tied up in your shame, are tied up in your pain, are tied up in your sin, are tied up in your lust, where God says, if you will enter the season of fasting, it's literally going to be like somebody just untying the chains off of you and you'll be able to walk free come on somebody so that when we sing that song it was for freedom it will carry a spiritual connotation and an experience in your heart that you said i once was bound literally but now i'm free it was for freedom christ has set me free come on somebody lastly we fast to silence the flesh and awaken our spirits Mike Bickle says this, our flesh has a natural dominance over our spirit. Fasting is a temporary way to purposely reverse the dominance so that our spirit man gains the upper hand for a brief time. We are silencing the pleasures of this world, even the legitimate ones, so that we may hear the voice of God's word more clearly. I'm going to invite the worship team to come tonight. And I want to give you an opportunity to respond, to respond to what? I feel like God's saying, and and no, I mean, the invitation is to every single person. There's no pressure here. There's no condemnation. I'm not judging you if you. Well, I'm not. I'm. Not, I just. I still got to figure out some things with the fasting. Great. We're all in different. We're all in different stages of our journey. But I do think that there is a remnant. God always has a handful, a band of radicals that He is calling and assembling in a in assembling in a particular place. And so, what I'm looking for tonight, even over this next three weeks, is we talk about being all in. We're calling you to this, to this idea of being all in. I'm all in. Guys, can you all take those boards and just put them on the floor here? I want just to keep that visual there. So, let's put it maybe right here on the, in the front. Thank you so much. So, right here in the front of both of the speakers. So, this is going to come down, and that one is too. Because we just need to see that. Come on, on those boards, just amazing. DLA did a great job making those. Yeah, come on. So tonight, so tonight, you'll have an opportunity, DSM. We are family. We're family. Are y'all starting to feel that around here? I mean, it's starting to kind of feel like you got some brothers and sisters in Christ, and yeah, that's good. That's about half of you. The rest of you'll catch on. <laughs> and we are family. And we want you to feel that. We want you to know that. But tonight, I'm just, I'm just calling you to this, to this place. And even if you say, well, I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I mean, fast seems to a little bit extreme still, even for me. Okay, okay, great. But will you do something, even if it's saying, okay, I'm going to commit to um, the, those three Friday nights. I don't even really know how to pray really well. I mean, like, I don't, I mean, two hours even seems overwhelming for me. Let me. Let me just simplify this for you. We worship probably for about a good 30, 45 minutes or so and go into the presence of God. And then we are going to be there. I'm going to be there. Our DSM leaders, some DLA are going to be there on Friday night. And we're there not only, not, we're going to pray with you and pray for you, but we're going to teach you. We want to show you how to pray for the nations, how to pray for your city, how to pray for your school. So we're not saying just, we're not just going to throw, well, go play in the corner for, for two hours and you're falling asleep somewhere. Come on, somebody. We, we, we want to take you by the hand. We want to we help you. I can't take you anywhere where I haven't been. But where I have been, I'm saying, come on. Come on, follow me. Come on, follow me. That's why Paul can say, this is why Paul can say, hey, follow me as I follow Christ. Come on, I've seen God do some great things. I've seen Him do miraculous breakthroughs. I have seen supernatural healings. I have seen people instantaneously delivered from habits and addictions that they have been wrapped up in for years and years and years. And I'm just saying, if you'll follow me as I follow Christ, we can see the miraculous this year, DSM. If we're willing to pay the price, if we're willing to say, Jesus, we'll say no to this. But, 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 but in our hearts, we're saying yes. To something greater We're saying yes to miracles We're saying yes to supernatural healings We're saying yes to deliverance We're saying yes to the salvation of our schools And, and, and entire, entire grades at different schools That's what we're saying yes to Come on, does everybody stir tonight in your heart At the beginning of a new year This year doesn't have to be like new year You can determine that You make the choice, even now So what we're going to do tonight We have these We have these cards Sean does a brilliant job on everything that he does. Sean's our media guy in the back. He's incredible. Y'all give it up for DSM, media director. I just said, we as a team, we're like, we want to put something in your hands. We want to say, you know, we want to give you something because it's always a little bit easier when you have something to remind you. And so there are these cards and DLA is moving really, really quickly to pass them out to you. But let me just tell you, it just says all in, seek, pray fast. And on there, it tells you when the prayer meetings are, every Friday night for the next three Friday nights but, but more importantly on the back of that card once you get it you'll, you'll see here it says if my people 2 Chronicles seven fourteen, my God defined people respond by humbling themselves and, and praying and seeking my presence and turning their backs on their wicked lives I'll be there ready for you I'll listen from heaven I'll forgive your sins and I will restore come on doesn't that sound like a good that sounds like a good thing That's a good thing whenever the God of heaven says, I'll be there to forgive you. I'll be there to restore you. I will be there for you if my people. So on this card, they're also going to hand out pins. And and so what's going to happen is you, it says, seek, pray, and fast. And if you're committing, everybody get a card. And then we're going to have those of you who are actually committing actually turn in the bottom. So everybody can get one. And if it's not for you, just put it underneath the seat so we can give it to somebody else. Okay, so right here it says, seek, pray, fast. And I just want to take a couple minutes here, allow you to hear from the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God speaking to you. And I want you to make a decision in your heart tonight to say, I am all in, Pastor Brandon. I'm all in. And for the next 18 days, I am going to be seeking this. This is this is how I'm gonna be seeking God. And you just you just write it out. It's just a little commitment. And then pray. This is this is what I'm gonna be praying for. Maybe it's just your, it's your own self. You're like, man, I just I need God to do this in my life. Or maybe you have a real big need in a family member or a friend or some crisis that's going on, but you're just gonna write out this is what I'm praying. And then under fast, that's the big one. You say, God, I'm making a commitment for the next 18 days. This is when, how, and what I'm going to fast. Everybody got that? So you can begin writing now. And then at the bottom it says, I commit to seek the Lord, pray, and fast along with my DSM family. Through God's strength, I will know Him more and reflect Him in a greater way. I, Brandon Cormier, am all in. Obviously, you'll put your name. And if you're making that commitment tonight, once you finish writing, we're going to go into a time of worship before we close here. But you'll just fill that out. Fill it out. Seek, pray, fast. You'll keep the top part of the card. And then at the bottom, you'll just tear it apart. And you're going to come up here and you're going to drop it in one of these two buckets. When you do that, we'll have several DLA up here. And they're going to hand you out this this green bracelet. And this is just a reminder. Hey, I'm all in. It just says, seek, pray, fast. And you just put it on. And you wear it to school. And when people ask, you, like, what, what are you wearing that for? Well, let me just tell you, I'm all in. Yeah, but but you're, you're not even that good. I know, but I'm all in. Yeah, but you're not even a Christ follower. I know, but I'm all in. So go down and fill that out at your leisure. Once you finish filling it out and you've signed it again, you'll sign the bottom and you'll come and turn it in this bucket and there'll be several DLA around these buckets. And they're going to hand you one of these green bracelets just as a reminder. Nothing's, you know, special about that. Then we'll dismiss in just a couple minutes here. So once you finish writing, just make your way up whenever. Drop your name in the bucket. Keep the top as a reminder. Don't lo- Keep it before your eyes. Pray every day. Next 18 days. Fast. Let's seek God together.